Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. It's me. It's your girl. DJ Mac. Caleb Perkins. And the one and only Sean Paz. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. Happy Friday, everybody. I'm super excited because today is our tea party event out mm-hmm. at Dobson Ranch Golf Course, and I cannot wait to smack some golf balls. <laughs> I'm very jealous that I can't go. There's a Coyotes game tonight. You um, can't? But you, you have fun for me. No, sadly. But you should notice. be there because it's going to be a vibe. The last one was so much fun. I mean, is it, listen, I'll go anywhere that you're giving me free food, to be quite yeah. honest. Like, so you get, you're going to send me somewhere fun that also has free food? Sign me right the hell up. It's true. You can go if you haven't bought your tickets. You can get your tickets at the golf course slash party. So no worries if you don't have them already. We're going to have a ton of fun stuff out there. All of our partners will be there. There's going to be food from Mountain Mike's and Chop Shop, allegedly, which I am so excited for because last time it was fire. And our friends Four Peaks are also going to be out there. Obviously, it is presented by Four Peaks, which I'm excited for because I, I don't think there's literally anything better than sitting on a golf course and drinking a hazy IPA. No, I wholeheartedly agree. Like, just being outside in nice weather with a beer and not just any beer. I mean, you're a hazy person. I love a nice uh, a nice wow when I'm outside. Wow. Wheat. Um, but like golf, baseball and beer, it all just it all just fits together. Yeah, it's it all just sense. like meant to be. It's like yes. peanut butter and jelly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but our friends at Four Peaks, they are hosting a NFL draft party on April 27th. The cards, listen, they've got a new coach, a new GM. They have the third pick in the draft. It's a big opportunity for the cards. And the best place to watch this pivotal moment is going to be at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub on April 27th. Don't miss out on this. It's going to be an electric factory, uh, according to sources. <laughs> <laughs> according to sources. Um, if you're going to drink that Four Peaks beer, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Also want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Burrito Express for bringing burritos to the office this week. Um, I am obsessed with Burrito Express and the burritos and their green dipping sauce. As we all know, (laughs) I posted on Twitter about how much salsa is necessary for a large breakfast burrito because I needed to vindicate myself because everyone in this freaking office makes fun of me for putting four salsas on my burrito. But I need four salsas. Like there should be a dollop of salsa 
per bite on a burrito. And it needs at least four to accomplish that mission because the Burrito Express burritos are ginormous and they're delicious. Okay, I realize the source of my problem with you, and it's not that you <laughs> use too much salsa. I don't have an I don't really have an issue with you wanting to douse your burrito in salsa. My issue is that they give two salsas per burrito, and if you're out here taking four, then someone's gonna get gonna get cheated out of some salsa. Snooze you lose. Go get your salsa. Like if there's no salsa left when I go get my burrito, like fair play. Like I shouldn't wait five hours no, to but eat my the, burrito. No, but the issue is that there will be <laughs> because no one else is out here taking four salsas. <laughs> um, I'm unapologetic. Unapod unapologetic. Jeez, <laughs> if I could speak in my salsa consumption, and I think a minimum four is what you need to eat a burrito express burrito. So thank you to our friends over at BE. They also have some. New NIL athletes, um, Elijah Badger and Dog. softball star, <laughs> Sean's favorite player, Jasmine Hill, Dog. have received their NIL deals from Burrito Express in the form of cash clothes and, of course, burritos. So congratulations to Burrito Express for signing those amazing athletes. All right, Sean, we got a lot to talk about. Before we get into it, let's say hi to everyone in the comments. Connor, Boosty, Elizabeth, Ernesto, Brendan. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the party. Um, we're about to do some spring cleaning, and that involves our temperature check. We need to get this underway because there's a lot to talk about going on in Arizona sports right now. And we just got to run through it. We just got to, you know, gather everything up, clean it out, make some room for good things, and just, you know, spring clean. It's yeah. time. It's spring, right? Yeah. Out with the old and with the new. Out with Some, the old. Sometimes, and the new. you know, you're keeping the new, but you're just sprucing it up. Yeah, just making it a little bit the time for change. nicer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just polishing it a little bit. Um, all right, let's start with the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> um, it hasn't been going great. No, not not exactly. We're missing some key pieces to this roster. Obviously, DA has been out with an injury. KD has been out with an injury. I still haven't gotten used to saying that KD is a Phoenix Sun, by yeah. the way. Um, I mean, we haven't seen him play much for the Phoenix, yeah, so that's fair. Makes sense. Um, they've lost five of their last six. Yep. They lost to the Thunder and the Lakers most recently. <laughs> okay. Um, they lost to the Thunder and the Lakers most recently. And those both were very winnable games, like very winnable games. Um, it hurts watching them lose to teams like those two. But I just like... I don't want to get too discouraged because I feel like now's not the time to get discouraged. No, it's certainly not. Um, and it, yeah, I, as I tried to say, well, I'm going to get on my soapbox in a minute, but it, like you look at the Suns. I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think there's reason to be concerned yeah. quite yet. You look at the West, the standings, they're still right in the mix of everything. Um, so there's nothing... It would be concerned. I believe they're fifth in the Western Conference standings right now. Yeah, we have the uh, Western Conference standings available if Shane wants to put them up for us. Um, keep going. What you're saying though, Sean? No, just uh, I would. Yeah, fourth in the, the standings worst, right that was now. The worst toss ever, by the way. I we well, both you were distracted. Set, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, I mean, you, the you, you are, asked the question. You didn't say, "Can we get a graphic?" No, or? Well, I mean, I did say we have the Western Conference standings, and then Max said, "I believe we have the graphic." Anyways, the Suns are currently fourth <laughs> in the Western Conference standings, said, um, right in the mix of everything. And I mean, like we talk about the West all the time with all the parity that it has. As long as you make the playoffs, I'm not really concerned. Yeah, and they're not going to miss the playoffs. No, so don't be concerned. Yeah, I mean, looking at the Western Conference standings, the Nuggets and the Grizz and the Kings are all good teams. We all know how we feel about the Nuggets being frauds, but they're up there. Um, 
look at you guys. Look at this. <laughs> the Suns are fourth in the Western Conference. Okay. Like I know watching them lose games, especially as many as they have lost recently and to teams like the Lakers and the freaking Thunder sucks. Hmm. I get it. But look, like everyone needs to calm down. Like I know that we're all a little bit anxious because KD is not playing and we never want to see the player that we hemorrhaged players for <laughs> not playing for our team. Um, and I know it's not great to see DA hurt and all this stuff, but I just don't, it's not time to freak out yet. Like they are still going to make the playoffs. They're going to get KD back soon ish. I think we have like what a week and I a couple days next left week Thursday. He'll be reevaluated. Yeah. Next Thursday, he's going to get reevaluated and they never, the Suns never made it seem like it was time to panic about his injury because like it's, it didn't seem that bad. Like they, um, I think James Jones was the one that said if the playoffs started tomorrow and we really needed KD to play, he would play. So they're just being extra cautious with KD to make sure that nothing worse happens and that he's a hundred percent before he comes back. Um, so seeing where they are in the standings, knowing that this team isn't at their full strength, I'm not ready to check out of the suns yet like i think everyone that's doomsday panicking is a little premature <laughs> yeah i mean i wholeheartedly agree can i get on my soapbox yet yeah go for it okay unleash sean unleash, unleash him sean. put him on your soapbox sean let's hear it <laughs> if you're one of these losers that's on the internet tweeting oh the suns suck and i am thinking of specific people and you know who you are put your goddamn phone down <laughs> Like, what are we talking about? Look at what the roster that is currently on the court. We're, it, it, I said it right before the show. They're playing with a team that is essentially if you traded away Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges for TJ Warren. and Oh, no, excuse me. Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, and DA, who's been out the last two, two games, um, for TJ Warren. They have nobody on the team right now. Like, I love Devin Booker, but he's not going to carry an entire team through, like through the West. They've lost five of the last six. Sure. They've fallen one game in the standings. Like, everyone's losing. They have tiebreakers over the Warriors and the Clippers already. Why are we concerned? Like, I don't, I just don't, I, it makes no sense to me. And there's, every fan base is like this, so I'm not going to single out Sun fans. But there's so many Suns fans who just get apocalyptic as soon as the first sign of trouble shows. Like, they don't have one of the, a top five player in the NBA out <laughs> right now. Like, what, how, how are we going to? And and then those same fans are going to get on the internet and start complaining about how the refs are screwing them out of games in the same breath that they're talking about how the Suns suck. Like, it's one or the other. Refs are screwing you or the team is trash. The reality is it's probably not really either. They just are missing their best player. And over the last two games, two of their best players. Like, what are we talking about? And we just looked at the standings. They're still going to host a playoff series as it stands right now. Mm -hmm. What is the problem? And and look at look at the teams in front of them. Are, are are you threatened by the Denver Nuggets? I know they're the top seed in the West, but I don't give a shit. They're not a playoff team. They haven't done shit in the playoffs. Nikola Jokic hasn't done shit in the playoffs. Not concerned about them. The Memphis Grizzlies, their players are out in, in clubs posting guns on Instagram. I'm not concerned about them. And the Sacramento Kings are the Sacramento motherfucking Kings. What are we talking about? Like, sure, the West, the NBA is the NBA. It's it's hard. You're gonna you're gonna face adversity. But stop fucking sounding all the alarms like the world is ending when they are missing two of their three best players <laughs> r-e-l-a-x relax r-e-l-a-x that's all i got that's all i got <laughs> i'm off my soapbox 
Oh my god, that was hilarious. Thank you, Sean. Um I'm just getting very annoyed. well put. I feel like there are a lot of sayings in there that we can like hashtag <laughs> <laughs> and use and make a thing on, on Twitter because you just went off. Connor's fired up. Light the beam. Light the beam. They can light the oh. beam all they want. They're not gonna do shit in the playoffs. Um yeah, listen, I agree with everything you said and then some. Um I just like everyone just needs to take a collective breath. Like we just need to <gasps> deep breathe it's gonna be okay we're gonna get kd back the suns are gonna be fine um i will say though i think the only thing that's a little sucky about this time is i was a little bit worried about the adjustment period of adding kd to this roster um and the time that they needed to play together to kind of figure out their cohesiveness as like a unit um and i was hoping that the suns would have this time now which their games are like not non uh consequential but like we know yeah. that the Suns are making the playoffs. Like it would have been nice to have this time now to have the Suns kind of figure out their team chemistry and gel together before we hit the playoffs. And so now I think the only really concern that I have is like they're going to have to figure that out with a much smaller window 100%. and with their backs up against being in the playoffs, yeah. which is never really ideal. I mean, we saw what happened to the Warriors when they added all those superstars and they had to figure out their team chemistry and they sucked until they figured it out. So uh, I don't know if I'm just being a little cautious because I just don't want to get my heart broken, but I am a little bit worried. If I had to pick something to be worried about now, it would just be the fact that they have to figure out their team chemistry with their backs up against a wall. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of reason to be concerned about the Suns, and there's plenty of teams in the West that can give them trouble. Yeah. But if you're looking at this last six games and like that's the reason you're panicking— you're not paying any attention. They yeah. don't have their best player, and they also don't have any bench depth. I don't know what you would ex expect from a team like that. Like, uh, the Suns could easily get bounced, can be fully healthy and get bounced in the first round. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is if you're one of the people that are sounding the alarms based off what you've seen since KD's been hurt, yeah. that makes no sense to me because he's going to be back, and the team is, I don't know, like when you have a top five player in the NBA, playing for your team, you get a lot better. Um, so, I, I'm just not like these these losses are not what's making me concerned about this Suns team. Yeah. Plenty of other stuff. Yeah. But it's not this losing streak that they're on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, David in the comments saying Katie will mix faster. I definitely think if anyone can mix faster, it is Katie, surely due to his experience of being on so many different teams and the fact that he's just a top five player. But it's not just adding Katie they have to account for, it's also losing Mikhail and Cam and some of their bench depth. And so it's not just the factor of adding KD, KD that worries me. It's also the other factors that they have to account for. Mm -hmm. um, I think KD is brilliant on defense, but I do think the Suns defense as a whole has kind of taken a dive. Um, and so just trying to account for some of these things is what um, I'm just hoping that the Suns have time to work out the kinks for before we hit the playoffs. Um, but based off of the what we've seen from the Suns recently, I don't think there is any reason to hit the panic button yet. I think, you know, once Katie comes back and we have time to evaluate the team for what it is um, and what it should be on paper, I think then we can mm -hmm. kind of decide where to go to from there. Yeah, 100%. But time will tell. They do play the Kings tonight, and I'm a little nervous about that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll probably get their ass kicked because yeah. the Kings are a good team, but they're the sac they're, they play in Sacramento, man. Sacramento, like, 
Yes. I'm not worried about no team from Sacramento. Yeah. Um, if you're nervous about this game like I am, it might help to take an OGs mm. before you watch it. Um, OGs are the best scratch-made THC gummies in the state of Arizona because they're made in Arizona. And they also just taste incredible. The orange creamsicle is my favorite, but they also have so many other great flavors. They also recently released their Aquaberry flavor, which is their dream edition, so you can get a good night's sleep. Um, you might not want to take that one before the Suns game because you'll miss the Suns game because <laughs> you are passed out. Um, either on your couch or in your bed but they also have their new their brand new uh, strawberries and cream happy balance gummies which is a cbd and a thc gummy which i think is perfect for watching the sun's game tonight mm -hmm. um hopefully it will help lift your spirits a little bit if things don't go the sun's way you can check out their new strawberries and cream happy balance gummies live on the shelves of your favorite dispensary as always you can also check out ogsbrands.com you must be 21 years or older to enjoy OGs are also going to be out at our tea party event tonight, handing out some non-medicated samples. Um, so make sure you check them out, head over to their tent and pick up some of their non-medicated gummies so you can see for yourself how amazing they taste because they truly are the best tasting gummies I've ever had. They really are. Bar none. All right. Staying on the topic of basketball, we got some good news for the Sun Devils this week. Bobby yeah. Hurley signed an extension for the devs he had one season left on his his previous deal and he will now be under contract with the sun devils through the 2025-26 season and um despite what other people may say i think this is a great move for the sun devils and i'm really happy that we get bobby hurley in the valley for longer there were reports that other teams were trying to snag him up and he made it clear that he is very happy ooh, and dedicated to staying with the devs and so i'm stoked that uh Bobby effing Hurley is sticking around. Uh, yeah, same. I mean, I don't know how you can't. I don't. I don't understand why you wouldn't be. The man just got this team to the tournament and had one of like the biggest wins in ASU basketball history. That win over a win at McHale over a, a top ten University of Arizona team. Like it was awesome. And I think he's a great coach. He's a, a guy that clearly wants to be here. Yeah. And I think that is key like you got to want to be where you're at um yeah. and i just I, I know a lot of people have problems with him and, and sure he might he's not the best coach in the country but he is a very good basketball coach and i i think this extension is just it's it was good to get rid of all of the the what's the word i'm looking for like doubt surrounding the program i guess yeah. because after the season ended obviously there was the article that was released that saying he should be fired and there was once uh, some of the jobs opened up out east, some people thought he might be looking at like a, a, so any of the jobs, right? Um, and this kind of felt like, a, here you go. Yeah. Here's these two years. We're committed to you for right now. Um, the fans can shut up about it, and we could just focus on trying to build this program into something um, that I think a lot of people think it can be, which is more than it has been at the very least. I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's going to be a, a – perennial top 10 team but uh there's no reason this team can't be a ranked team year in and year out and i think that's what bobby is working towards yeah and this extension goes a long way in kind of giving him the reassurance that at least ray is behind him i'm not going to say that michael crow is behind him but at the very least the athletic department is behind him yeah absolutely i mean it's not like bobby Hurley hasn't done anything to deserve this extension this was his eighth season with the sun devils and they finished the season 23 and 13 and they made it to their third tournament appearance under bobby hurley's reign um and it was their fourth time in the last six seasons that hurley had led asu to a 20 plus win season so obviously 
Um, it's not like this extension was undeserved on paper. Um, he's done a lot to turn this program around and to do his best to ensure that the talent coming through will help lead the Sun Devils to um, some solid victories. Um, there's been a lot that has happened under Hurley that has been some just like absolute bookmark career, like upsets or games or victories. And I think making it to the tournament um, three times in eight years is definitely nothing to shake a fist at. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for Hurley. I'm glad that he's staying here. Obviously, he's a player's coach and the players enjoy playing with him. Um, we did get some news this week that a couple p players have entered the transfer portal most recently as of today or yesterday dj horn um today was official, I believe. yeah today it was official that he's entered the transfer portal which i think is the biggest loss for the sun devils dj is extremely talented um and showed it during the tournament um and then they also are losing jemiah neal and enoch yep. um out of those players who are you the most sad to see go and is this cause for concern for you um i don't i mean i'm personally i'm I mean, obviously, DJ is a big loss, but I think once he he celebrated senior night at DFA early this year, kind of started getting the feeling that he might be going. So I, I don't know. I've had I've had more time to kind of sit with that, so I'm not like upset or surprised by it. The Jeremiah Neal one hurts to me um, because I think we've talked about it a little bit on Sun Devils. He had an opportunity to be a big piece for the team next year, um, and he started showing how talented he was late in the season in the Pactel tournament in the two games they played in the NCAA tournament. Um, so I thought he could he had the opportunity to take a big step in terms of how good he is and also the role he has. Um, so that loss hurts a little bit, but the other ones, I, like Enoch, I'm not surprised by. He got essentially no playing time last year um, with Warren Washington and Duke Brennan playing in front of him, and he, hard to see where he would have got playing time next year, especially if Warren decides to return. Yeah. Um, and like I said, DJ, I had a feeling was coming. So the Jemiah one hurts for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Sun Devils kind of adjust to some of those losses. Um, a lot of the roster, though, is expected to return. Um, a couple people did some projected starting lineups on Twitter that kind of made me happy. Um, it's exciting to kind of see what... Um, I think I think one of the things that hurt, not necessarily hurt, but was to a, uh, ASU's advantage disadvantage this year was the fact that there were so many new players on this roster. I think they had, what, three returning players from last year? Um, the, uh, only one returning starter. One returning starter. Uh, but yeah, and then, I mean, technically, Jemiah, Luther were on the roster. They, they had a lot more. They had, yeah. like, they had like four or five returning, but only three people that played. Yeah. So I think it'll be exciting to see how they can build even further with the returning players that they are slated to have next season. Um, the one question I do have, though, and I know this might not be the best time to ask it, so don't shoot me. Uh, don't kill the messenger. But I just like as much as I love Bobby Hurley and obviously I am a Sun Devil, so I'm a smidgen biased. Um, and I love watching this team make the tournament. It's not as though they've made any deep runs in the tournament. Um, and I just like, I just want to know when we've had enough of watching them just make it to the tournament. Like, when is that not going to be enough for us anymore? 2025, 2026. I think <laughs> now he has to take another step. Like you can't, like, I don't think just making the first four is going to be enough. Um, if that's all he can achieve, like he's going to at least have to win like an, a round of 64 game at some point. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard to say because, you know, everything's got to be in context so it's hard to know exactly like obviously you look at what's happened the last few years and on paper it's not great but i mean there's 
there's pretty valid excuses for why Bobby was not able to to do as much with this program as people would have hoped between yeah. COVID, COVID, between DFA being a giant trash heap, um, like a variety of things. So, I, but I do think, yeah, like mediocrity is not going to is not going to suffice forever. Yeah, go, he's going to have to do something. Um, but I, I don't know. I think he can. Like I don't, I don't think there's any reason to doubt that he can. I just give him the opportunity, which they now have, and mm -hmm. I, I, I think he can do it eventually. Yeah. I mean, all signs point to the right direction, right? It's yeah. not like they're giving an extension to someone who has regressed the program in any way. Like the program has taken steps forward under Bobby Hurley. Obviously, this is why they gave him the extension. But I just want to see the program take even more steps now. Like to be fully honest like i'm tired of just making the tournament yeah. at this point like i really want to see them go further than um where they have made it in the tournament as of the past eight seasons with hurley so um i'm just excited that he'll get the chance to do that because it's not like i don't think he can lead this team to further in the tournament um i just want to see it happen yeah. <laughs> happening <For sure. laughs> sooner rather than later um but asu basketball season is over so they will have lots of time to relax hit the golf course maybe Ooh, yeah <laughs> and uh if they do hit the course they better be doing it in some bad birdie gear because it is the best most stylish golf gear in the entire world they've got everything you might need to look stylish on the course or wherever honestly i've seen people wearing bad bad birdie golf polos in like meetings at work um so it's not like you have to be a golf guru to wear bad birdie they just dropped six new polos three new quarter zips and two new hats they also have ladies gear um it's just the best for anyone who wants to look good um you can use promo code phnx sports underscore 15 for 15 percent off your next order at bad birdie golf Dot com again that's phnx sports underscore 15 for 15 percent off your next order at badbirdiegolf.com i'm sure a lot of people are going to be rocking the bad birdie at our tea party event tonight yeah too. i bet you shane's going to be rocking the bad birdie at tea party tonight because he's rocking the bad birdie oh look there right he now. is bubble, bubble shane, shane. <laughs> looking hella cute do you want to model your bad the birdie golf polo for too, us shane? Way, shane i'm modeling it right now yeah just flexing on him oh <laughs> is that the jaguar Excuse me. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh my God. Okay, you, thank you. You, you, see you see the definition? Oh, sorry. Oh, I gotta. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh my gosh, what a dork. Um, that's Bubble Shane for you. <laughs> what a dork. <laughs> Wait, is is that just Bubble Shane that's a dork, or is it normal Shane? Just too? Bubble Shane. Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, normal Shane. It's fine. Um, all right, let's talk some baseball because mm -hmm. it is just around the corner. Opening day is almost here, and I'm so excited. This time just next around week, the corner. This time just next around week, the corner. we will have the uh, this time next week, Zach Gallon will be one and oh. The Dodgers will be Ooh, 0 and 1. Hot take. And baseball will be fully underway. Um, yes, Zach Gallon has officially been named the opening day starter as of a couple hours ago, which honestly should not come as a surprise to anybody who pays attention to the Diamondbacks. If you thought it was going to be a certain someone that rhymes with Madison Mumgardner, <laughs> you have not been paying attention to the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Although it is very sad that he is not the opening day starter because he's getting paid as though he should be the opening day starter. <laughs> um, his salary is more than like seven of the players combined on the team. But, you know, 
<sighs> Alas, we do not have to suffer through Madison Bumgarner pitching on opening day because we have seen how that goes and it normally does not work for the paper at the time it backs. Um, I'm a little nervous, so I'm not going to lie, because Zach Gallen has struggled a little bit in Ooh, spring training. Boy, has um, he. He has an 8.44 <laughs> ERA. Obviously, he's only pitched in three games, though. So 10.2 innings pitched. Yeah, in 10, yep. in 10 innings he has posted an 8.44 ERA. And a 2.16 whip. Yeesh. Um, Tough. Hasn't been the best spring for Gallon. Nope. Are we worried? Nah. Nah. I mean, spring training, like, you don't ever really fully know what pitcher's mindset is. Like, they're not going into spring training trying to win baseball games necessarily. They're right. trying to work on different things. Yeah. Um, and, and also, Carson Kelly was injured. So he's playing with a variety of different catchers and stuff like that. And, I, you know, there's there's especially in the, when it comes to like that pitcher catcher battery, like this chemistry matters there a lot, um, especially the catcher knowing the pitcher. And like I said, they're, they're, you don't really know what the, the goal of a pitcher is in spring training. So I'm not going to be concerned until I see him struggle in the regular season because spring training only means so much to me. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to read too much into spring training either. I think that's a very fair stance to take. Um, like you said, spring training isn't for winning games. Spring training is for working on pitches mm -hmm. on locations on grips on anything and everything a pitcher might need to kind of figure out um his pitch arsenal a lot of the times pitchers will go out and just throw one type of pitch yeah, the exactly. entire outing i mean um, <laughs> well, the dodgers have a kid out there who hasn't swung the bat all spring training because he has a broken hand like and they clearly are not out here trying to win baseball games it's not what this yes. is about yeah, no, winning baseball games is not the priority in spring training. So I don't want to read too much into that. Um, and I like I don't think there's really any other option to go with anyways. Um, but someone asked if this is a contract year for Zach Gallen. Uh, I don't. I'll find out. I think yes. Yes, it is. Um, he signed a one year contract, I think, to avoid arbitration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He signed a one-year contract to avoid arbitration. Um, that was what my gut instinct was, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So, um, I do believe this is a contract year for him. Um, which, I mean, that could go one of two ways. Yeah. But <laughs> really hopefully, it goes the right way. Like, it, I mean, there's plenty of play, plenty of examples of pitch of guys who go crazy in their their uh, in contract years. So, hopefully, that's the case for Zach. I mean, he set the bar very high last year. Like, so. Do I necessarily expect him to pitch exactly that well? Not necessarily, but I don't. There's no reason he still can't be a, a bona fide ace, um, mm. and that 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 is what I expect from him. I'm. I don't think there's any reason not to, because like I said, I spring training doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Um. Actually, he's gonna be a free agent in 2026. So, um. I don't know about his like restrictions or unrestrictions, but. Either way, we need a big outing. We need a big, a big year from uh, Zach Allen, regardless of whether he's under contract or not. Um, he's kind of going to be the anchor to this rotation. Obviously, mm -hmm. he's the ace, um, or I guess what you would consider an ace uh, no, if you had you to mean? name one. He is an ace. He, yeah. He's finished top five in, in Cy, Young, yeah. Cy Young voting. He is very good, uh, and he needs to be very good because the <laughs> D-backs rotation makes me nervous. Um, anything correlated to pitching in the Diamondbacks makes me nervous. Um, I'm confident in like three out of the five pitchers in the rotation. I'm confident in, well, in like two and a half. You want to name names? I'm confident in Merrill Kelly and, and Zach Gallon. I feel pretty good about Dre Jamison if he becomes the fifth starter. I have no confidence 
in uh, Madison Bumgarner, obviously. And I have a little, like, uh, Zach Davies could, like, be okay. I'm not expecting him to be out here, like, going crazy. But I think he could be, like, a serviceable number three in the rotation. Um, so that's my hope, at least. Yeah. Although Merrill Kelly did not look too yeah, great. Yeah, I was just about to say, I'm not sure where that confidence in Merrill Kelly is coming from. Because I don't know if you year. watched the World Baseball Classic or not, but it did not go well for Merrill Kelly not in exactly. either of his two outings. Uh, he pitched for the USA against Colombia, and then he pitched for the USA against Japan in the final. And uh, we all know how that went, unfortunately. Um, what's with, what's, what is it? Is he, he also had a sub eight, or a, no, sub eight. Uh, uh, what's the opposite of sub? A higher than eight ERA in the World Baseball Classic, not great. Yeah, not upward, great. Upwards of eight. Upwards yeah. of eight, something like higher that. Um, I yeah, it wasn't. I felt really bad for Merrill. Obviously, that was not the performance that he wanted in the World Baseball Classic Finals. But I will say it was really cool to watch the WBC. Um, there was a lot of controversy on the internet about the WBC, thanks to a certain uh, sports company. But I think it's awesome. I yes. think it's cool watching your favorite players band together to play for a country. And um, I think everyone takes it really seriously. Like, I know it's not the Olympics or whatever else you might want to compare it to. But all of those players out there playing in the WBC were like ride or die for their country. And they took it very seriously. It was like an honor for them. Um, and it was cool to see the passion for it. I was there for the Mexico versus USA game. Mm, Holy crap. Like, that entire stadium was full. I haven't seen Chase Field packed like that since 2017 wildcard. So um, it was really cool to see and to witness. And um, also just watching Team USA. I'm I'm definitely bummed that they lost because Team USA for me was like the Avengers. Yeah. Like, how do you have those people on what? that roster and you still lose? Like, what? I mean, oh my at God, least they painful. made it out of the group stages. Look at you, Dominican Republic. Um, but <laughs> that, you talk about the Avengers. Yeah, the Avengers. That's the Avengers. That is the, but yeah, that, that shit is... Los Avengers, like it should be ridiculous. Um, Los Avengeros. Yeah, but like they, they, they should have been better. But yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the weakness with the the U.S. team was always the pitching, and that obviously reared its head in, in yes. the in the championship game with Merrill Kelly. Yes, it sure did. One in a third, three hits, two earned runs, two Oof. walks, and Oof. one strikeout, Oof. one a homer. Oof. Like it was not, it was not good, and it was like the biggest moment of his entire baseball career um so yes. i really felt bad for merrill but in general yeah the world baseball classic is awesome i mean even Connor mcdavid in his post game after the coyotes game the other night he started talking about he's like did you guys see shohei versus mike trout yeah like that oh my was God. awesome talk about a storybook ending shohei yeah. otani versus mike trout in the final out of the world baseball Unreal. classic like the 20s like and i don't know if you saw the stat in however many at bats mike trout has had in his career like i think it's up upwards of two thousand. um He's only tw 26 times in his career has he swung and missed three times in the at-bat, and Shohei Otani made him do that in the biggest game of his career. Yeah, um, which also just is a testament to the fact that Shohei Otani is, is the greatest like a baseball God. player like, in the history of man. It's just, ridiculous. I just can't even, like, I can't even sit here and think about what Shohei Otani is for long enough because I'll start freaking out. Yeah, no, the fact that we get to, like, watch this human, which sometimes I don't even think is human, play baseball. It's just... <laughs> So cool. Yeah. And, and Khan is making the imagine if you put Trout and Otani on the same team, how good that team would be. Oh my oh, wait. God. Oh, wait. Oh um, my God. But yeah, and, I, 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 that was one of the coolest moments I've ever seen in sports, to be quite yeah. honest. Like it was, it was awesome. And when you got people in other sports talking about it, like I don't want to get all worked up again because I can easily, but like 
all sports are meaningless. None of it means anything. So to sit here and be like, World Baseball Classic doesn't mean anything. It only means something if the player, if it means something to the players. Yeah. And it clearly did. Yeah. So like, what are we talking about? Like, it was, it was awesome. Connor McDavid wants to see it back in hockey. I want to see it back in hockey. I love international sports. It's awesome. When you get people playing for the, like, it always, because you can't choose where you're from. Yeah. Like, it means, oh, well, well, I mean, the, base, in, the in baseball, rules in the World yeah. Baseball Classic are a little weak, are a little weird, but like, there's still like, I can't just be like, I'm playing for Netherlands now. Like there has to be some kind of connection, but baseball is the weakest of rules. But like in hockey specifically, b b basketball, soccer, whatever, like you can't choose where you're from. It means something different than a team that drafted you or a team that you signed with last year, all of a sudden being in the postseason. Like it's different. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's awesome. I so thoroughly enjoyed it. I wish it happened every year. Um, but then it might, it might lose a little bit of luster if it happened every year. I yeah, guess. So absolutely. See y'all in 2027. <laughs> the World Baseball Classic was amazing. It was so sick. Um, and anyone who says otherwise, they have a bad opinion. You're a loser. Um, <laughs> and get off the internet. <laughs> get off the internet. Put your hashtag. Put your phone down. Hashtag like Sean put said. Put your phone down. <laughs> um, somebody in the comments asked us thoughts on loser. the pitch clock. Great question love because it. I love it. Love like it. love, 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 love entirely. Um, there was a like clear difference in oh, games that oh, have a yeah. pitch clock in games that don't when I was there watching the World Baseball Classic. Like it was You're the, watching four hour games. The difference was staggering and it you could feel it. Like I was sitting there and I was like and I'm a baseball purist, you guys. Like yeah. I'm the type of girl that sits behind home plate with my scorebook and with my earbuds and listening to the radio broadcast. Like, okay, this is what we're talking about here. So um, the fact that even I was sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, like, can we like get on with this? Like, can this speed this up a little bit? Like, yeah. it's crazy how much of a difference it made. And you could feel it. Like I was sitting there like, okay, this is dragging on a little bit too long. Like there's the, the pitcher is taking too long. The batter needs to stay in the box and stop scratching his nuts. Like it just like, there was so much happening that did not need to be happening that I was like, this is what a pitch clock is for. Um, and at first I was a little apprehensive about it. I'm not going to lie because I am a baseball purist and I'm like, this is the greatest game in the world. The rules haven't changed because it is the greatest game in the world. Just let them go out there and do what they need to do. And I don't care how long it takes, but <laughs> now that I have been exposed to what it is like when we have a pitch clock, I'm kind of like the yeah. biggest fan of it ever. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I'm still of the mindset that it shouldn't be used in the postseason because postseason baseball should be the purest form of the sport possible. Um, and like those games should take as long as they need to, but it, I'm not going to die on that hill. Like as it's the, uh, the pitch clock is amazing. Um, there's no reason games need to take four hours. And the reality is, is they will take four hours if they need to take four hours. Like if there's a bunch of runs, then fine. You'll be, you'll be sitting there for a long time, but what you won't have is a four hour two nothing game. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen and yeah. it's cause it shouldn't happen. And I'm happy about it. So big fan of the pitch clock. Um, it does actually speed the game up, which I'm in favor for. Um, as much as I love baseball and as much of a purist as I am, I would like to do some other things yeah. <laughs> with my day and my time yeah. than sit there for four hours and watch baseball. Um, but I am excited for baseball season as a whole. I think this is going to be a great year for the Diamondbacks. I'm so excited for Diamondbacks fans to finally have like people to cheer for, a team to cheer for, a reason to cheer um, because I do think that they are going to be competitive um, and I'm hoping they can at least sniff the outskirts of a wild card berth. So um, excited for the D-backs and for baseball season. B -b 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 Breaking news. Oh, oh God. Boy. Kevin Durant is expected to return Wednesday against the Timberwolves, barring any setback. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. Let's go. 
Oh my oh, man. god. He is gonna get the cat the work, dude. You just made my day with that news. He's okay. He's gonna get cat the work. Katie, yep. Wednesday versus the Timberwolves. Ooh, baby. Inject it. Let's Inject go. It. Um, I'm very excited to finally see our investment. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Like talking like a person yeah, like an investor. Never that, mind. That does sound terrible. <laughs> I'm excited to see Katie finally do what we were hoping Katie could do when we gave up um sweet baby Michaela Cam. Um uh, that's exciting. Oh yeah. my gosh, Wednesday. Wait, when oh our takeover is not on Wednesday. Dang it. Dang um it. that's gonna be super exciting. Um Xavier Javier is in our comments just Popping off against uh, he's, the Suns. By this part, he's right. He is like, a there's Suns not, hater. If KD's back, there's not an excuse. Like, that's well, what I was saying. Well, I mean, what he was saying earlier was... Th this comment, this comment gets me hot. Y'all got a super team, no excuse not to win the chip this year. Can 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 Suns haters just get it one way or the other? Does the roster suck ass and need help, or is it a super team? Yeah. Which one is it? Like, I've heard both sides, and, also, and it makes me so mad. Since when, are two, since when do two players constitute a super team? Like, because no one... Like, Chris Paul is 80 years old, and... Just broke the news to me. Thanks, oh, did he? Breaking news. Yeah. Um, and Chris Paul is 80 years old, and DeAndre Ayton is wildly inconsistent. So Kevin Durant, who's here, been who's played here for a total of like 30 seconds, and Devin Booker is a, is a super team now. Fucking relax. Oh I do agree gosh. though that with KD being yeah, but I, I agree that there's not an excuse. Team. There's no excuse not to win a championship. Like, I'll agree with that part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's saying that I expect an NBA championship. So do we. Yeah, I think <laughs> so all do the we. Valley does. Um, it's championship or bust. Like, you don't do what the Suns did and give up what you gave up to not win a championship. Like, Is this not weirdo behavior, though? Being another fan, being like, I expect you to win a championship. Yeah, no. That I mean, is weirdo that behavior is, is for weird. sure. Of course. There's always weirdo behavior. We're not behavior. saying that it's not. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I think we expect a championship, too. Like, come on, like, sons. Like, you just leveraged a lot to make sure that you got one of the best players in the NBA in a roster. Like, it's championship or bust, baby. There's no excuses. Like, we got to do it. Uh, Connor agreeing. We all do. Yeah, we, we literally all, all expect them. Um, Sly in the comments saying, don't let him warm up before the game. Yeah, listen, we need to make sure uh, the court is dry yeah. <laughs> there's nothing that could possibly happen we might as well just bubble wrap kd while he's warming up at this I feel point like i've heard you say that a bunch of times <laughs> not pertaining to kd to the other players yes um but i am willing to apply my bubble wrap method to kd this time around because lordy he needs it um that's exciting i'm excited oh my god yay that just yeah. made my day i love 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 seeing katie in a sun's jersey it's still i like i said before it still hasn't sunk in that he's a player from the suns but it's fine it will hit me at some point oh there it is He's a LeBron Lakers fan. Okay, uh, okay, that makes sense. I was like, why are you telling us to show you respect? Oh, okay. 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 Yep. okay. Re respect our Lakers fans, guys. <clears throat> respect them. I have a hard time respecting someone I can't see considering they're not anywhere near the top of the Western Conference uh, leaderboard. So sorry. I'll keep looking for you, Laker, but uh, you're down there at the bottom. So enjoy the view from the bottom, Lakers to fans. To be fair to the Lakers, they also LeBron also isn't playing. So. <laughs> Just saying. So LeBron played last year. They yeah. still sucked last year. Yeah, that part's true. The bottom of the Western Conference is only two and a half games, but it's not. I mean, no, 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 no. We don't got to talk about it. We don't got to. We don't got to. We don't got to talk about it. We're ahead of the Lakers. That's all I care about. Sorry, I was just trying to show them respect. Yeah. Um. two packed. Yeah, we don't care. Um, we don't care about the Lakers. What is that, Stephen A. Smith? Listen, we don't care. <laughs> we do not care. <laughs> We don't. Um, the Suns are better than Lakers. That's all I care about. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I hate the Lakers and I hate LeBron more than I hate a lot of things. So There's no reason to hate LeBron. LeBron haters are weirdos. Mm. I love LeBron James. No. 
All right, let's wrap this show up because we have some history in the making happening right before our eyes with the Arizona Coyotes and Clayton Keller. Sean, tell the good people what they need to know about why they should be paying attention to the Arizona Coyotes. Because he's a dog. He's a dog. Uh, He's chasing history. He's currently chasing the Coyotes franchise record for um, points in a single season. Obviously, currently tied in second with the legend Shane Doan and Jeremy Roenick. but he's t- chasing Keith Kachuk up there with 86 points. And I mean, what this guy has been doing recently is effing insane. He's he's third in the NHL in points since February 1st behind, um, I don't know if you've heard of him, Connor McDavid. I forget who the other player is off the top of my head. But one of them's Connor McDavid, and he's maybe the greatest hockey player of all time. Um, it, what he's doing is ridiculous. He's been on absolute fire um, and he makes the players around him better. Like you look at what's happening on the Coyotes' first line between Barrett Hayton and Nick Schmaltz. Like it's, it's unbelievable. A- yeah. And and he's gonna he has the opportunity to go down as one of, if not the greatest Coyotes in history. Um, and you're seeing it right now. Like it, in a, it's a team that has been fighting for the first overall draft pick, kind of. Um, and for them to have an 80 point score, which barring something dr- drastic happening, he will be. Um, it's unbelievable. Like it, it's it's so hard to believe that the Coyotes have a guy of this caliber playing on this team. Yeah. Um, set a a personal like record for assists in a season this year. Um, and obviously his best season points wise ever. Like it's it's incredible watching him every night. Like even when the Coyotes are playing terribly, Clayton Keller does something special. Yeah, it's really cool to watch. And I think you know even the talent that Clayton Keller is and has, that's not even my favorite thing about him. Like my favorite thing about Clayton Keller is the fact that he wants to be here. The fact that he is this talented, this like of a good player and he wants to stay in Arizona and wants to be a part of the future that this team is building just makes my little frozen heart so happy. Like there are two sides of this coin, right? You can have a player like Clayton Keller, who's very talented and just knows how talented he is and is doing the work, coming in, putting his head down, not complaining, and wants to be a part of this team. Or you can have a player like Jacob Chikrin, who is talented, but also is a little bit of a butthead and puts up a fight anytime anyone asks him to be here in Arizona and wants to be traded and makes a stink about everything and then also eats raw hearts while he's at it. Like, there's two different players that you can have here. Um, Both of them are very talented, but if you gave me a choice, I will pick Clayton Keller any day, all day, which I know isn't saying a lot because obviously you want a player that wants to play for your team. But it just makes me happy to know that we have someone like Clayton Keller who's as talented as he is wanting to be here and stay in Arizona. And Boosty's making the point. He broke his damn leg yeah, last that's year. Exactly yeah. what I was he saying. broke his leg last year and he came back and is having the best season of his career. Like that's it's incredible. To to do that, but also this record has been standing since the first season. Yes. The first season the Coyotes were the yes. Coyotes. It's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. Ridiculous. Yeah. In a year like this. He's amazing. Coming off of a snapped leg like <laughs> shout it's out to freaking unbelievable Clayton Keller so it is really cool to see him do it in a Kachina jersey as well um but I'm just so happy to have someone like him playing for the Coyotes and also wanting to be here like I know that sounds so silly and like oh my god that's like the easiest thing to pick out but like it's true like you can have two players that are the same talent and they could go two ways and I'm just glad he picked that way well, and even if even if Clayton Keller didn't want to be here like you don't have to do what Chikrin did and get on a preseason conference and tell everybody you don't want to be here like you can handle yeah. it better but that's neither here nor there because as far as we can tell clayton keller does want to be here and it's if you're a coyotes fan you should be you should feel very lucky 
Yes, absolutely. So, and when it comes to coyotes, you have to pick out things like this. Like you have to find yeah. the brightness in them amongst mean, it, the even, darkness. But even if this, <laughs> even if this team was a playoff team, like what he's doing is incredible. It's it's he's making franchise history, and so it's ignore the context of where this. I mean, even if you ignore the context of where this team is, it's incredible. But especially when you put in the context of how bad it is, it's so impressive. Um, he deserves to win the Masterton Trophy for comeback like for it's reward for perseverance and i mean like we said coming from breaking your leg and doing what he's doing this year is just incredible facts absolute facts all right i'm feeling good i feel like we organized we so cleaned yeah we got some stuff together straightened up for spring yes. um <laughs> we saved the best we did ad read for last um, so i'm gonna just let sean take this one it's away. very fitting um because like you said we were talking about spring cleaning um, and I just want—I just need to address what's been happening in the chat. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. If you agree, if you disagree, uh, <clears throat> Jordan I don't know. is the put goat. your phone down. Jordan um, is the goat. And Manscaped is the best. Is the goat of of, of personal oh, hygiene no. of, of of keeping yourself looking clean and tidy, um, both below and above the belt. Because, um, like we said, you know, it's it's spring cleaning time, and, and spring is sprung, and Manscaped's got you for all that. Um, you know, they already, like I said, they already, you know them for what they can do below the belt. But now they've got stuff for the to keep your face beautiful, you know. I got this facial hair. Shane's got, you know, maybe a top 10 mustache in the history of man. Um, and that's because of Manscaped. Like, it let's is. be honest. Um, and I still don't know if our promo code is correct, so I'm going to tell you what is in front of my face. Um, use code PHNXBETS to get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped. It is? Cool. Um, at Manscaped.com. Um... Like I said, they have a new beer pressure beer hedger pro kit. So you can, you know, I got this goatee. And at one point I shaved it because I didn't really know Manscaped. And so I didn't know how to like keep it, you know, nice and trim. They got too long and ugly. I didn't know what to do with it. Wish I had Manscaped back then, but I do now. And I'm looking cute. Shane's looking cute. And you can look cute too with Manscaped. Like I said, use code PHNX bets to get 20% off. And free shipping at manscaped.com. It's a damn shame we had this color segment because you were talking about scratching nuts earlier and it was the <laughs> perfect segue and I lost it. I'm sorry. I'm glad you focused on the things that have been above the belt though, and it makes it very much less awkward for well, me. So Well, don't get me wrong, yeah, Manscaped well, is really awesome because you know, sometimes you got scratchy nuts. Well, not you gotta even keep that. them clean. Keep keep them keep them preserved. The crop mm. preserver ball deodorant <laughs> yes. goes crazy. Yes. No one likes because, you know, you go to the golf course and sometimes you see balls that are just kind of laying around. <laughs> and there's like sometimes you find really nice ones. Sometimes you find the ones that have been there too long you, and haven't been taken care of. You don't want to be a range ball. Yeah, you, you don't want to be a range you ball. You want to be a pro V1. You want to be a pro V1 and Manscaped's got you. <laughs> you got wow. Manscaped. Wow. Okay. Keep your balls That nice. was so awkward. Thank you for that. It's only awkward because you make it awkward. Um, Me and Shane and I are just having a nice conversation about balls, and you make it weird. All right. We're just going to leave it at that. The, the golf <laughs> balls. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. We hope you feel refreshed and like you got some spring cleaning done as well. Um, make sure that you subscribe. Leave us a like and a five-star review if you're listening to this as a podcast. It very much helps us out. We hope to see you out at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. I know Daniel's going to be there. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else in our comments is going to be there. But if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you can still come out to Dobson Ranch in Mesa and buy your tickets there and join us for a great time. There's going to be golf. There's going to be contests. There's going to be free food. There's going to be free swag. It is going to be so fun. So we hope to see you there. And as always, don't forget, you'll catch us next Friday live at 1230. Thanks, everyone. Bye.